0: Brain Grub, unfiltered, in-depth discussions to season your life. Psychologically feeding your brain, one bite at a time. Join psychologist Dr. Christine Fair and co-host Kaylee Bowen as they inspire, encourage, and offer usable approaches to impact your life in a positive way.
1: christine and kaylee with brain grub feeding your brain welcome back
0: hey how are you doing well how about yourself i am doing well i'm enjoying
1: the summertime yes
0: it It has been a nice summer it really has Mm -hmm.
1: yeah i mean last summer we had a lot of rain this summer we've had a lot of good sun days it's been pretty awesome yes it has so i'm enjoying that yeah it's pretty Mm -hmm. good wednesday overall it's pretty nice not too bad Mm -mm. no
0: not feeling guilty. Definitely, Uh, no guiltier.
1: uh, Actually, we're (laughs) laughing about that because yesterday um, both (laughs) of us decided not to go to work and we were both feeling really guilty about it, right? We're kind of trying to justify to each other, being like, well, I mean, but I was there Monday night for like hours. So it's okay. Mm -hmm. And we're learning to just be okay with, it's okay to take a day off, right, it's okay. And it's timely because guilt complex or feeling guilty, Mm -hmm. I think, weighs pretty heavily on most people, right? Even today, I was having lunch, and um, I was telling her that I was trying to justify, and I was like, ah, I own the company, and I was still trying to figure out why it was okay, like, you know, (laughs) feeling guilty about not going in. And she said, I feel the same way. I feel the same way when I'm not doing anything. I feel like Mm -hmm. I should be doing something, right? I'm wasting time. Yeah, Yeah, I could see that. So we're talking about feeling guilty today. Right? So what is it? We all know what guilt is, right? Mm-hmm. The guilt complex, right? But when you're feeling really guilty or having guilt com- complex, it really is that sort of persistent belief or fe- you know, that feeling that we're doing something wrong mm-hmm. and that um you're you've done something wrong, right? right? Like you're feeling you're feeling bad about it. And not necessarily means it's true, but right. that's just it keeps, you know, like mm-hmm. yesterday. Yeah. Well, I mean I I mulched for several hours, that's why I not going to go to work this morning, right? I (laughs) put in my time. Right. And I had no one to tell.
0: (laughs) Literally. No.
1: no But I still felt that way. Mm -hmm. So in addition, these feelings, right, of guilt or worry, a guilt complex can actually lead to a lot of feelings of shame or anxiety. Mm -hmm. Right. And Mm -hmm. I think you was on that yesterday. Yes. Right. You're like, I'm feeling like a POS Mm -hmm. because I'm not going to work.
0: Yeah. And I don't have a good reason. Exactly. I did not.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Except... I don't wanna. Right. I got a case of the adawanas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, it can really result, right, right, having guilt all the time can really result in harming people, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so it can't really um it, it can it can end up controlling your life. So, if people think they've done something wrong even though they haven't in most cases, right? We end up overestimating our own role in a situation, right? Like right. S- who is going to tell on me? <laughs> you yeah. can tell on you, right? Right. So, we believe that our own minor mistakes or our own judgment calls are more serious and they have like a bigger impact, right? Like, right. I think we even joke to each other, like, is there anything on fire that we can't do? <laughs> right. no, no, no emergencies. No good emergencies. to go. Bye. Mm-hmm. Take the day off, right? Yes. So, it's that important role. So, it's important to know that guilt can be really distressing, mm-hmm. right? Even though it's not really considered to be a disorder, it can actually lead to other disorders because the shame and guilt and just constant worry can really start to get in the way of living your life, right? Yeah. So we wanna just spend a little time um, talking about what are the characteristics because we all know guilt, mm-hmm. right? We all know it. but let's just dig in a little bit and talk specifically about what are the actual
0: characteristics of guilt? Yes, tell us. So so guilt is described as a self-conscious emotion, okay. Um, feelings of distress, feelings of failure, and some signs would be like anxiety, okay? Crying, okay? Insomnia. Yikes, okay. Um, some people get muscle tension. Um, you get preoccupied with past mistakes. There's so you're re- kind of reliving them? Right. You're yeah. like, oh, God, that happened. Oh, yeah, okay. good. Um, there's regrets. Uh-huh. Some people get upset stomachs. Okay. And then worry. Okay. And the upset stomach is a
1: big one, right? We talked mm-hmm. about this last week where we were saying that, you know, um, a lot of stress causes GI problems, right? right? That physiological connection. So again, here it is. Here's one more thing, right? So you're feeling right. guilty, mm-hmm.
0: stomach's upset, you feel yeah. really bad about it. Yeah. About um out of all of these, which ones do you think you when you feel guilt? <sighs> I definitely
1: feel like I get muscle tension and then mm-hmm. I I don't know. Let's see. I don't really get insomnia or crying. I don't do that either. I think it's more preoccupation, but it's not necessarily past mistakes. It's like I keep like retelling the story preoccupation with. Right. Like, but I mulched.
0: Right. Constantly like (laughs) telling yourself that it's okay because of this. And then it just it's like a reel in your brain. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. Right. Uh Looking for validation of someone else to be like, it's fine if you take the day off. And that's what I needed yesterday. Right.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. I needed it. So even though,
1: again, you have the time. I have the time. There's no reason that we cannot. No. We still were kind of justifying it and feeling like we're bad about it. Right. Like something was like I had to be sick. Yeah. To take time for myself. I couldn't just take time for myself.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. So some statistics. Okay. Um, About one fourth of adults with current guilt feelings rated... um, their intensity of their feelings as rather strong or very strong. They have very strong guilt. Okay, so, so a
1: quarter per a quarter of the population. Yeah. Okay. Again. Mm-hmm. That's high. It's very twenty five percent. I don't know what the other seventy five percent are doing. Maybe they're just like, what ups? Yeah. But I don't think so. I feel like people are a lot more stressed and feeling just I don't
0: know if it's guilt, but a lot of stress right. and worry overall. Yeah. I'm guessing there is some guilt there. Mm-hmm. For sure. And then um, The weighted of the guilt feelings in adults with major depression was 37.4% compared to 8.1% in adults that did not have major depression. Okay,
1: so a lot. I mean, it's like quadruple the amount of people, Mm -hmm. right? If you have depression, I guess that makes sense, though. Your mood's already low. Right. You're already feeling down. And now you probably feel have some more guilt related Mm -hmm. to that, right? Or shame or worry that goes along with that feelings of guilt. Yeah. Okay. Not
0: good. No, that's bad. Yeah. So a guilt complex can have a serious impact on a person's overall well-being. And over time, people might start to develop a sense of inadequacy that makes it difficult for them to pursue goals. Hmm.
1: I wonder if this could be even... That sense of inadequacy, I wonder if it, it can stop them from doing things like, mm-hmm. I'm not worthy. Right. 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 I don't deserve to take that day off, I don't deserve to pursue that goal. Oof. I wonder. I, yeah. I mean, I think that's possible for sure, right? Because mm. you're just feeling so guilty about it. Mm-hmm. Okay,
0: mm. feeling like
1: it's maybe something you did in the past that you feel like, oh, now I don't deserve right. this because I did this bad thing or this thing I feel guilty about.
0: Right? Or I just took a vacation a month ago. Why do I need another day? I don't yep. need a day off. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Like
1: I'm not worthy. There I'm it is. Right. Yeah, like, right. I've already. I done didn't work that. enough. Right.
0: I didn't. So I I don't rate. Yeah. Okay. Mm. there it is okay Um, feelings of shame are another common consequence of a guilt complex and as a result of the shame people often isolate themselves from others ooh yeah can have a devastating impact on relationships and make it difficult to find, like, strong social support. Um, Again, makes sense, right? So if you're isolating because you
1: feel shame or guilt. Mm -hmm. And I guess this could also be, like, guilt complex if you're a person that struggles with eating or something. And maybe now you feel guilty about your food choices or you feel shame about eating. Now you don't want to go out to dinner. You stay away from people because you don't want to... You're not unwilling to eat a meal or right. share things because you feel bad about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This could turn out to be really terrible. It could be. Okay. Yeah. So if you are feeling some guilt, tune in, right? Because yes. when we come back, we're going to talk about what are the causes, mm-hmm. right? What, what things tend to create guilt for us or this feeling? Where does it come from? Now we know what it looks like, mm-hmm. right? Kind of the characteristics. Right. But I want to kind of tune in to like, what are the causes? Maybe what are the beliefs that, That come along with that like i don't right i just had a day off why can't i right Right. and um what it might be doing to you and your relationships yeah all right so hold on to your hat till we come back right after this break If you guys heard, there was actually, like, crickets playing in the background. We were being quiet. (laughs) That's why we're giggling right now. We're like, is that crickets? (laughs) It is. All right. So we're back. Before the break, we were talking about what are the characteristics of guilt. Yes. And hopefully, on the break, you were probably thinking of your own times (laughs) that you were feeling guilty. Maybe you were giggling along with us realizing Mm -hmm. that you also have had silly times where you faked sick to take some time off Mm -hmm. or you grappled with do I lie about this or tell the truth, Mm -hmm. right? Or justified what you're doing because you don't feel worthy. We're here to tell you we're helping with everyone's guilt, including our own. Yes. All right. So as we wanna jump in and talk about what are some causes of the guilt complex, Mm -hmm. right? What are some causes? Number one is anxiety. I'm guessing no one is surprised by this. (laughs) So if you have a great deal of anxiety, you probably are more likely to negatively assess your own actions that create guilt for you. So, Mm. you know, so you have anxiety, like, am I going to get in trouble? Right. So then you're like, oh, Mm. now I feel guilty about this. You know, this is probably a bad idea because I feel nervous about it. So rather than having anxiety and thinking about it as nervousness or excitement, right, right, we're kind of thinking about it more as a negative and then that's leading to feeling guilty right yeah. like should I eat that cookie yeah and then you're like I don't want to because I shouldn't right Right. the shoulds
0: Right. do not should all over yourself <laughs> right I love that saying span alright yes. um, um, childhood experiences all right. so children who were raised in households where they're made to feel that they have done something wrong or they might have something to hide or they're excuse me, I'm sorry, or are responsible for problems may be left with lingering feelings of guilt.
1: Okay, so this also came up, right, in a conversation Mm -hmm. just this week with a friend of mine who was saying when they were little, they would get in trouble if they were not busy doing things, Mm -hmm. like helping out at home, Mm -hmm. you know, um, they they have a big farm, right, so taking care of the horses or cleaning out stalls. So if they were caught just, like, doing nothing, Right? Or, right. and their chores weren't done or et cetera, they would get in trouble. So now, as an adult, they feel super guilty mm. when they're not doing stuff all the time Ugh. because they feel like it's not okay right. for them to just take a break. Right? So, even if they're trying to watch TV, they really have a hard time just relaxing and watching a TV show because they feel like they should be doing something. Right? Right? Yeah. I know. Ooh. It's a big thing, right? Childhood yes. gets you. Yes, and I mean, one that comes up for me is the whole like clean your plate. I don't know if you grew up with that. I grew up in that oh, family yeah. of like, my, you know, my grandparents live with me. So I grew up in the family of, you know, don't leave food on your plate. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. They're starving children in Ethiopia. I got that all the time, mm-hmm. right? So um, even now, it's I, I do it. But it's still hard for me to just say I'm full and leave it on my plate. And yeah. right? I feel that urge to eat the rest of it, even if I don't need it or want it. Right. All right. Culture. Culture is another one, right? Mm -hmm. If you find yourself doing things that are in opposition to cultural norms, especially the ones that you've been raised with. Again, we're talking about these beliefs that we grow up with, right? Mm -hmm. Then you probably will experience guilt, even if you no longer believe this. So let's, for instance, let's say that you were brought up Jewish Mm -hmm. and then now you don't practice Judaism you, When it comes around to Hanukkah, you might feel guilty mm. about that. You might yeah. have guilt about putting up a Christmas tree if you've switched. Or let's say you grew up in a Christian household and now you're atheist. Yeah. You might have some guilt even around those holidays, right? Because, mm-hmm. again, you've grown up with those traditions, those cultural norms that feel particularly special, right? right. So it's grating against this belief that you grew up with, even though it doesn't fit for you mm-hmm. anymore. Create some guilt. I don't like c- Catholic guilt, right? You hear oh, about yeah. this all the time. I got the Catholic guilt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I <laughs> <laughs> mean, that cheeseburger on a Friday, I got okay. the Catholic guilt, yep. right? Yeah. I mean, and we kind of joke about Catholic guilt, but I think that's a real thing. When people is. feel guilty about going against their religious beliefs, even if they don't necessarily believe
0: You know, it's bad if they eat meat on Friday or whatever, right? Right. right. Yeah. So religion. Oh dang. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. So perfect. Yep. Jump right in there. Some religious traditions rely on feelings of guilt as a way to indicate that a person's done something wrong. Okay. Oh, I didn't think about that. Right. But there.
1: Yeah. I didn't. That's a whole different level, right? Of your if your religion says you can't, and then you do it. Right. Right. So Mm -hmm. that's that can be again. We're talking about beliefs. Right, Right? these Mm -hmm. are all beliefs that are creating this feeling for us. Right, the feeling the result is, I am going against a belief, right? Right. I should or should not, Mm -hmm. this is the right way or the wrong way, and then it creates this guilt.
0: Yeah,
1: yuck. Social pressure is another one. Mm. So, if you feel that other people are judging you for the things that you've done. You may be left with guilt or remorse or even shame, so uh, think about that, right? I don't know if you can if something pulls up in your life, but just think about an example in your life where you where you felt like other people were judging you, and then what feeling did it bring up? Feelings
0: of guilt or shame. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. I'm thinking of like um, raising a child. Oh. Oh. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. 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 If it goes against.
1: You're not using cloth diapers.
0: Right? <laughs> right, right. Or how you're disciplining or how you're um socializing them or just I mean, there's all kinds of
1: yeah, I, I ways. Didn't think about that, but it's probably like at all levels, right? Yeah. Your parents, mm-hmm. your spouse's parents, mm-hmm. your friends. Aunts, uncles. Oh yeah.
0: Everybody's gonna say everyone's got an opinion.
1: That's probably true. I mean, I, I feel like that's true with even other things like um like if you're getting pregnant or Yes. Uh you're getting married or mm-hmm. you're moving in together or any of those things. Right. Everybody's got
0: opinion. No, they always do. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm
1: awesome all right so those are some of the causes now let's talk about types of guilt okay so again we've (laughs) again there's probably more causes but these are the top ones Mm -hmm. and and again i'm guessing you as you're listening to us have probably come up with just your own scenarios yeah right of when you have had that feeling and again the common denominator denominator is often beliefs right these are beliefs that we have right or wrong but the beliefs that we believe to be true that are rubbing that we're rubbing against. Mm-hmm. Right? That either someone else tells us this is true and we don't believe that's true anymore, we believe it's true about ourselves, and we do it in the opposite, whatever right. it is. All right. So there are many types or forms of guilt that contribute to our complex of guilt, right? Mm. That's kind of it's it is complex. It's yeah, not it just is. a simple feeling. But we're gonna talk about the top four. So the first one is natural guilt. Okay, so Oh, yay. We have a natural one. All right. So <laughs> if you are genuinely committed a wrong and you feel bad about it, guilt is a normal response, right? Right. Okay. So you hurt someone accidentally. You probably feel bad about it. Yeah. Right? You stepped on someone's toes. Well, you know, you um, hit someone. I don't know if you do that accidentally, but maybe you, like, shut a door and hit someone accidentally. Yeah something like that you feel genuine remorse right Mm -hmm. and if you've genuinely committed a wrong you knew you screwed up you threw a ball in the house and broke the lamp Mm -hmm. there is some guilt and that's normal right this type of guilt is adaptive it motivates you to not do it again right to change your action Mm -hmm. in a way that's beneficial in the future right so if you feel guilt and then you apologize and that and you stop doing that problematic behavior right like i won't throw the ball in the house anymore because i can't bring any more lamps sorry my bad mom right then it's a good right it's yeah. an adaptive feeling right these actions that do not lead to addressing things to move on actually then can become persistent in your life and mm. then that becomes a problem, right? So then right. that's maladaptive. So just, I want to make sure that you understand. Okay. Natural guilt can become maladaptive if you're not making change, right? So okay. you, you say you're sorry and then you just keep throwing the ball. <laughs> keep breaking stuff. It's not really going to help, right? No. Because eventually you, you probably won't even have guilt about it. No. Oh. Like desensitizes yeah. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that would not be adaptive. Okay, And then maladaptive guilt, right? So we're talking about kind of adaptive guilt. So maladaptive guilt is when people feel guilty about things that weren't in their control. Hmm. Okay, so this is like, this is when you feel guilty that a tornado came through and burnt, you know, like took your house out, but you feel bad about it because you should have known the tornado was coming. Right? Okay. It's like unrealistic, right? Yes. So um, you might... You might feel guilty that they didn't take action to, you know, to present, prevent something from happening, even though there's no way of predicting, like I said, the tornado. Okay, right. So you have this strong sense of regret and shame and guilt. And really, it is working against you because there's no way to resolve it. Right. You can't go and apologize to the tornado or to your friends. Right. right. Like, sorry, I should have known. I mean, my left knee was aching that is the tornado warning i should have known right, right. can't it's not going to help right because no, guess not. what even if you're nude you do know you can't move your house tornado still coming yep so i'm i'm being facetious on purpose but we've all done this right yeah. there are definitely things where we where we say like oh god i feel bad i should have known and there's like really how would you have known that right you're not omniscient mm mm-hmm. mhm so we, we've all had those situations, probably with the, something smaller, right? Like oh, mm-hmm. uh, someone, our kid trips and falls and we're like, ah, oh, should have told him not to run. Okay, but right. he runs all the time. Mm-hmm. just happened they tripped over a shoelace this time. What ups, right? right?
0: Yeah. All right. Yeah. Tell us a couple of others. That- yes, so guilty thoughts. Um, okay. Everyone has negative or inappropriate thoughts from time to time, yet sometimes people f- develop feelings of guilt for having such thoughts. So even though they're not acting upon them, they may fear that it means that they will or fear that others may find out. Oh.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. okay, so they're really, they're having some inappropriate thoughts, but that's, and that's what they feel guilty about, even though they're right. not doing anything. Exactly. Okay. Hmm. So it's just like the thoughts. The thoughts. Okay, I'm going to give you a silly example for me. Okay. Um, every time I pick up a glass bottle, this, I have the urge to throw it. I don't know why. I don't even know where that comes from. Mm -hmm. Maybe I'll dig into some research and we'll do another show about this some other time. But every time, and it's only glass bottles, Mm -hmm. but I do, I have the urge to throw them every time. And um, I don't really feel that way anymore, but I used to kind of feel guilty. Like, why am I, like, there's something wrong with me that I need. I want to, like, throw this bottle all the time. I, just if you're wondering, I've actually never done it, Mm -hmm. but I think about it every time. So, silly example, but... Yeah, it did make me feel bad, right? Where right. I was like, "What's your problem?" I'm going to throw this jar of pickles
0: <laughs> just to see what happens.
1: And what would happen right. if I threw a jar of pickles in Kroger? Right. Oh my goodness. Just picturing it. That'd be pretty funny, right? Kind of funny. I mean, not but, no, I'm not, but kind of funny. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. Um, existential guilt. <laughs> so this type of guilt it can be complicated, and often often centered on things like guilt over injustices or guilt about not living according to one's principles. So one type of existential guilt is known as survivor's guilt. Oh,
1: that makes perfect sense. Mm -hmm. Okay. All
0: right. Yeah. Um, Sometimes people will experience a guilt complex because they're doing well when others they care about are not. This can emerge when someone survives some type of accident or some sort of disaster, like your tornado, Mm -hmm. um, in which others are harmed. But... It can also occur when other people experience misfortune when you don't.
1: Mm. Someone actually just said to me recently, they said, I'm doing really, really well, I feel really bad about it. And I was like, why do you feel bad about doing really well? they were like, well, my friends aren't doing really well. And mm. um, other, you know, people have been really sick. And they're like, I feel the best I've felt in years. Mm. And they were feeling bad. They were feeling right. guilty. Right. Having existential guilt about feeling really good
0: and doing well. Mm. Hopefully they weren't harping on that guilt. Hopefully it was just kind of I hope not. Passing. Yeah, I know. I was like, don't feel guilty. No. Celebrate.
1: Yeah. Right? But again, that's a real thing, right? It is. This, and where does that come from? That's that whole, like, I don't deserve, mm-hmm. right? There's that belief right there. Like, right. I don't deserve to feel good or, you know, I'm not worthy. So that I'm, you know, other because others aren't doing so well, I shouldn't be doing this right. well. So they're trying to kind of like dumb it down a little bit, right? Like, I'm doing really good, but uh, Mm -hmm. it's okay. You're doing great. That's awesome. Yeah. All right. So when we come back, we're going to tell you, we're going to dig into something that you may not know, right? So what are kind of 10 areas Mm -hmm. of guilt that you may not be thinking about? What are some facts? Yes. When we come back. All right. Stay tuned right after this break. Before the break, we were talking about kind of the causes and types of y- guilt. Yep, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And uh, off air, we were talking about just survivor's guilt and, mm-hmm. and kind of just those those existential guilt that I think right. a lot of us come up with, right? Where we're yeah. like, oh, I'm doing better with my friend or my friend's really struggling. So I feel bad about where I'm at, mm-hmm. etc. And it, we had to just, again, that's like that should, right? That right. whole like, I it's not okay for me to be doing well. it is right we Mm -hmm. we need to really uh find a place where we can feel good about what we're doing Mm -hmm. feel good for taking care of ourselves maybe we need to pick up like more of the european way because i feel like yeah again not trying to knock on us but in america we're very doer driven yes right we're a doer society and i do think that that is working against us to some regards i'm not saying like be lazy couch potatoes but i think finding the balance right it's key balance. yeah we got to find balance yeah, and if you are feeling bad about watching tv right relaxing and you feel guilty about that or you feel guilty because you're been taking care of your health and you're feeling really good and you feel bad about that that's not great no, it's, it's right not or you feel bad because you need to, you want to take a day off <laughs> what right right Okay, Mm -hmm. all right, so we're digging into some things you may not know about guilt, right? Yes. So we talked a little bit about this earlier, but I want to just kind of recap that there is natural guilt, right? And that sometimes Mm -hmm. guilt can be good, right? It is a common feeling of distress, but it is a signal of when our actions and our inactions could cause harm to someone else or that they don't really align with our beliefs and values. Mm -hmm. Now, because guilt typically occurs in in kind of microbursts or little signals, sometimes we really underestimate the power it has in our lives, right? And other times, again, (laughs) we may be super focused on guilt, And we don't really realize how much it's wreaking havoc in our lives, okay? So we really want to think about, we're going to talk a little bit about just different ways that guilt plays roles in our lives. And I want you to just kind of think about this, of like where it's good and where it may turn ugly for you, right? Mm -hmm. So guilt can protect our relationships, right? (laughs) Now, what I mean by that is that it really, guilt can occur really in interpersonal context. And what I mean by that is that, Um, It can be a pro social emotion. Right. So Mm -hmm. if you're in a group, you kind of conform to the norm. Right. You're not acting out a character. Right. So it does help maintain some good relations with other people. Right. Right. So it can be a signal. Right. To keep going, to keep your head in the game and then really do an appropriate action. So I think about this like if it's Mother's Day. You know, an appropriate pro-social action is to call your mom. Right. Right? And you kind of feel a little bit of a pressure, Mm -hmm. a little guilt, right? Right. Call your mom Mother's Day. Right? Mm -hmm. So these little signals taken together can really add up, though, right? So if you, again, so if you start, you know, these things are good, helps to maintain relationships. But if you're starting to live your life and each little, each day you're like, oh, I feel Oh, I feel the guilt. I got to do this. I got to call my mom every day. I got to make sure I remember everybody's birthdays. I got to, right? That right. can lead to
0: feeling a lot of guilty pressure. Yes. Right? Oh. All right. Mm. What else? So we actually experience five hours a week of guilty feelings. Five? Five hours. Okay. In some regards, it doesn't feel like that much. But if we're talking these little
1: bursts of like, oh, right. forgot to call my mom. right? Right? Oh. I remember to
0: tell somebody happy birthday. Yeah.
1: That yeah. can add up. It
0: does, Okay, for sure. Um, there was one study that found that if you add up all the moments you spend feeling mildly or moderately guilty, it adds up to a that pretty significant chunk. So okay. it's especially important because even though it can be useful in small doses, five hours is... Quite a lot. Yeah. And again,
1: it's going to, if you you have that guilt, think about, okay, our cortisol gets going. Remember, we Mm -hmm. talked about how damaging it can be when you have high cortisol, right? Right. How that wreaks havoc on basically every system functioning in your body. So five hours may seem like a little bit, but Mm -hmm. like you were saying,
0: it adds up. Yeah, it does. Okay. Yeah. Um, so unresolved guilt it's like having a snooze alarm in your head that won't shut off oh that makes sense yeah it's terrible though yeah that's horrible Um, if you had a snooze alarm that never shut off it would be hard to concentrate Um, your attention would be constantly hogged by bursts of guilty feelings
1: (laughs) Ah, for some reason I just imagine like guilty feelings hogging hogging my (laughs) brain space (laughs) get out of there you're not paying rent
0: (laughs) right (laughs) <laughs> Indeed, it's not uncommon for guilt to persist over lengthy periods of time. But having unresolved guilt, it can have an extremely detrimental effect. Yeah, you know, that makes perfect sense, mm-hmm. right? So,
1: again, a clogging up your airspace in your right. head. If you're always feeling guilty, that makes... I mean, I'm yeah. I, I'm giggling because I was thinking, just thinking about what that might be like. But that makes perfect sense. I mean, if you're kind of just rid, riddled with guilt, you definitely are not getting stuff done. No. And
0: you're not making good decisions. Yeah, it's... hmm it's not good no it's yeah. not good at all guilty feelings and uh, they like yeah it makes it hard difficult to think straight so when they compete for your attention like you're saying the demands yeah. of work school and just life in general guilt usually wins okay yeah uh, so it's clogging up your brain waves it's clogging up everything all right. there's some studies that have found that concentration productivity creativity and efficiency are all significantly lower when you're actively being guilty Wow. Yeah.
1: Huh. Okay. So it can actually make it reluctant to enjoy life, right? So, right. So if you think about it, even like mild guilt can make you hesitant to embrace the joy of life, right? So um, actually, I there was a college study that found that when students were made to feel guilty, then given a choice of free items, um, they could to choose to participate in. Students were not able to make and they chose movie DVDs and music downloads while guilty (laughs) students chose school supplies. Okay, so if you're not guilty, you are choosing kind of the fun ideas, Mm -hmm. but if you felt guilty, you were choosing like the school supplies, right? Mm -hmm. So, and again, these students only felt mildly guilty So can you imagine if you felt a lot of guilt, probably got into what you were saying earlier. Mm -hmm. People were just like, I'm not even going to go. right? I'm not not getting the movie. I'm not doing the DVD. I'm not getting the school supplies. I'm just going to hide out in my room. Yuck. Yeah. So it can also make you Mm self-punish. Okay. So um, it really, think about it in a study. Students who are made to feel guilty by depriving another student of lottery tickets were actually willing to give themselves electric shocks to signal their remorse. Oh my, right? How much were those lottery tickets worth? I don't Does know. It, say? it says a few bucks. <laughs> so five. would you be willing to shock yourself for $5 if you stole someone else's lottery ticket? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you you guys, uh, right now, you might be being like, yeah, no way. But there are tons of research studies that um, people will do this, that um, if they were told that they're giving a treat, an electroshock treatment to someone else, they will do it. Um, and and it, there, it, look it up, people, if you're – Kaylee is even giving me this look right now. <laughs> Google it. There's been a lot of research done about this, about um, – so, again – this is like that self punishment, right? Of like, I've done something wrong, so I'm gonna punish myself. Now, think if you're like, I would never electrocute myself, right? Give myself right. a shock. Think about how else you self punish when you have, uh, you feel guilty about calling out sick, mm-hmm. you feel guilty about overeating, you feel guilty about um, not wishing someone a happy birthday. Simple stuff, right? You feel right. guilty about, uh, you know, I don't know, feeling good and someone else is not feeling good, what do you do, right? You compensate. You, right. you beat yourself up. You Mm-mm. you tell yourself you shouldn't feel this way, right? right. So we still self-punish. It yeah. may not be like electric shocks. But it's still something, yeah. But it's something. And, uh, you know, these, these college students out there shocking themselves... Mm. Peace just it's happening.
0: Yeah. Okay. So guilt can make you avoid the person you've wronged. Even though you might have already caused someone harm, you might unwittingly make matters worse by distancing yourself from them because you feel the guilt every time they're around. Ooh.
1: okay. Yeah.
0: Well, that makes sense, though. You're like, mm-hmm. I'm just trying to avoid dealing with them. Mm-hmm. All right. And it's not just people. It's like locations and things as well. So an example is um, like a restaurant where you had an awful breakup. You might not go to that restaurant <laughs> anymore. I can never go to tequilas again. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> okay. Um, I mean,
0: that makes sense.
1: May, yeah. I I don't know if it'd be guilt or embarrassment
0: or maybe both. Maybe. Right. Just like, oh, God, what if they recognize right. me there? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, guilt trips make you feel guilty, but also resentful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. People who give guilt trips to others do so in order to control or manipulate their behavior but they rarely consider the amount of resentment the guilt trip provokes in the other person. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So while saying you never call me might get a person to call you in that moment, it might also make them less likely to want to call you in the future.
1: Well, it makes sense because it probably brings on that shame factor, right? right? So now they feel guilty because they haven't gone back to you, but then they're also like, I don't want to feel that again. So right.
0: ditching you. Mm-hmm. You've been ghosted. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Um, guilt... P- excuse me, guilt-prone people assume they've harmed others when they haven't. Hmm. When your trigger for feeling guilty, when your trigger for feeling guilty feelings is set too low, your guilt alarm goes off when it shouldn't.
1: Okay, okay, so that means, okay, so for instance, if you just feel guilty all the time, right? You're guilty prone, so it can be something really minor. You stub your toe and you apologize to the carpet. Right. I'm being silly, but... Yeah, right. Think about, you know, I'm sure you know someone in your life. I certainly do. Who apologizes for everything. everything. Right. They feel bad all the time. Mm-hmm. They feel like everything is their fault somehow. Mm-hmm. And no matter what it is, they
0: say they're sorry. Right. There it is. Mm-hmm. Okay, but by doing this, you're exposing yourself to constant and unnecessary stress and impacting your own quality of life. It's okay. not good. Not good. Now,
1: so think about it, right? Mm-hmm. Do not shit all over yourself. You it's know, it it's does. actually messing up your physiology. It is. Right. Go back and listen to our other show. Yes. Stress kills. It does. It's not and if you're not feeling good. guilty, it's creating stress. It's killing you. Yeah, it is. Right. Mm-hmm. Guilty feelings may make you feel literally heavier Mm -hmm. and more belabored right so studies have found that feeling guilty makes people assess their weight as being significantly heavier than it actually is think about that Mm -hmm. right do you ever think that like do you ever Mm -hmm. feel guilty and you ate that cake the night before and then you're like oh i feel like i gained 10 pounds Mm -hmm. it's like 0.21 scale (laughs) and it feels like 10 yep right Mm -hmm. And um, if they actually do think they're heavier than they are, they may um, physical activities as requiring significantly more effort. Right. So they perceive that it actually takes more effort because they're feeling guilty. So they feel like their bodies are not adequate enough to move than um, non guilty people. So Mm. that's not great. Right. So guilt can actually make you, I guess, assess incorrectly your own body. Right? You can It's crazy. Isn't that nuts? Yeah. So if you if you're feeling really guilty, you may think of yourself as more heavy and not as equipped to physically be active. That can again, that then coupled <laughs> with stress, like you're on a down slope. Yeah, that's not. Okay. okay, so we're not gonna leave you with a Debbie Downer effect. <laughs> when we come back, we're gonna talk about like now you know. Right. Yep. Again, this show is all about now, you know, so what do you do? Exactly.
0: Because
1: again, right along with you, we are working on finding the balance as yes, well. We right. Are. Um, and it's it's a constant moving target. Right. Mm-hmm. And and so we are working on this with you. So when we come back, we're going to how do you deal with excessive guilt? And then what are some tips and tricks to help you to start combating those negative assessments and starting living a more balanced life? OK, stay tuned right after this break. brain grub beating your brain okay so before our break we were discussing kind of just some things you may not know about guilt right some positives and some negatives Mm -hmm. right and again we're all about striking the balance yes right so now you know (laughs) if you have some feelings of guilt some of them can help protect you right They can help you be like, yeah, that was was not good. We shouldn't do that again. Mm -hmm. Right. But then they can also really wreak havoc on your life, cause you to have stress uh, and really become very detrimental in your everyday. Right. If you are living a guilt ridden life, It's it's bad. Yeah. Right. And it can really um, get in the way of just living every day. So if that is happening for you, right, if you have a guilty complex or you feel like you are suffering from just excessive guilt, mm-hmm. reach out. Right. We yes. want to get you some help. So there are you might be able to um, talk with a doctor about medications. Again, as Kaylee mentioned earlier in the show, um, a lot of guilty feelings are are coupled with anxiety and depression. So again, you may be having excessive guilt and shame because you are feeling guilt uh, related to your depression or related to anxiety. Mm-hmm. So if you can get those treated, you know, with some medications or a therapy that could actually be very beneficial with helping yeah. to reduce the guilt. Also, CBT, so cognitive behavioral therapy is also an approach to help you learn to recognize those thoughts that are coming along with the guilt right that's the shoulding, mm-hmm. the shoulding all shooting. over ourselves right mm-hmm. um and because a should is really considered to be an irrational thought so um i think we talked about cognitive distortions way back in the podcast is probably mm-hmm. like a year ago mm-hmm. um however you know go back and find that show <laughs> it's from the <laughs> beginning and if not let us know and we'll do another one and dig into it again <laughs> yeah. but um If you're shooting all over yourself, right? Being like, I should, I should, I should, I should, shouldn't, should it, um, it is creating more and more guilt, right? Right. So if you can learn to replace those thoughts with more positive ones or even neutral thoughts, just not neutral thoughts, like it's okay if I do or I don't, it's not good or bad, it just is. is. Right, that makes, that can really reduce the burden that contributes to that guilt complex. So it can really help you to develop a better understanding of yourself right including your emotions your attitudes as well as your belief systems that come along with that feelings of guilt so you'll be more equipped to deal with it in the moment and avoid Mm -hmm. those cognitive distortions that contribute to the development of guilt right Right. so instead of me feeling bad because i'm doing really good when someone asks like oh how are you doing i'd be like i'm doing really great that's it (laughs) Right. i don't have to feel bad about it right okay so really research suggests that guilt associated with trauma can really contribute to an increased risk of suicidal thoughts so if you also have trauma and it comes along with that survivor guilt that you talked about yes be aware that that could increase some suicidal thoughts for you if you are experiencing those please reach out dial 911 right um, get to a trained professional don't suffer alone right okay. get some help. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to turn it over to Kaylee for a minute because she's going to tell us about some self care strategies, mm-hmm. right? So you got therapy, you got medication, right? You have all right. obviously the crisis line, but what can what are some self care things every day that we can do to just help us manage guilt? Because I hate to say it, but I feel like all of us are experiencing it. Yes. So how do we deal, mm-hmm. right? How mm-hmm. do we walk away today after this hour <laughs> feeling like we can do
0: something that helps us feel less? guilty yes so uh, one thing you can do is you can reframe the situation okay yep so if you find yourself only focusing on the negatives consider different consider ways to think differently about it okay um were there other factors that played a role Mm -hmm. what can you do maybe differently in the future Mm -hmm. or maybe find a way um, to shift your focus from the negative to more realistic positive thoughts that may help you move past your feelings of self uh, recrimination
1: okay so again free focus right? right so instead of good bad maybe okay right okay
0: yeah. good one okay uh forgive yourself Ooh, that one's a hard i think it, that one's hard i think forgiving yourself is really hard it is yeah. be honest okay i agree um but learning how to practice self-forgiveness it can be an important tool for letting go of guilt okay um forgetting yourself doesn't mean letting yourself off the hook Um, If you've made a mistake or caused someone harm, but instead it's about taking responsibility for that and allowing yourself time to express remorse, making amends, and then finding a way to move on. Awesome. So there is actually a really good book
1: if you're Mm -hmm. interested. Um, It's called Forgive for Good. And it talks about kind of the stories we tell that keep guilt and shame going. Um, And it talks about, they they talk about them as like airplanes, like flying in the sky and how Mm -hmm. if you have too many, it's like clogging up your airspace. But um, they do a really great job of talking through the steps of how to work through the guilt process, how to forgive yourself, how to forgive other people and how to let go. So forgive for good. It's really good good. book. It's an easy read and I do
0: recommend it. Mm, So check it out. Yeah. I have to look into that. Um, The last one. Talk to someone. So sharing your feelings with a close friend, it can sometimes be helpful. Social support can play a pivotal role in coping with difficult emotions. So maintaining your relationships with friends and loved ones is very important. Nice. Okay. Mm -hmm. And if you struggle to talk to your loved ones about your feelings uh, of guilt... Or if they're not the type that you, um, or they're not providing the type of support that you need, maybe discussing your feelings with a mental health professional can also be helpful.
1: Okay, makes sense. So sometimes, you know, people really want to be supportive, but maybe they don't know what to say, or maybe right. they feel the same as you and they're like, girl, I feel that too. Mm-hmm. We're just in this. All right. Should shame together. Right. And that really doesn't help. That's not help. So it may you may need to seek out a professional who can teach you some other strategies. Yes. All right. Awesome. So as we wrap up the hour, right, we're talking guilt. It's kind of everybody's got this. Right. right? So if you're feeling guilty right now, don't think again, don't shit all over yourself. Mm -hmm. Like now you feel bad because you feel guilty. Right it is a it's a it's part of our emotional wheelhouse it's in our emotional bag right mm-hmm. and it doesn't always mean it's unhealthy there are right. some times when guilt helps us to grow it helps us to make better decisions it helps us to be proactive and pro-social and those are good things right yes. so it can help us to learn to identify ways to change it can mend relationships it can be positive right yes however feelings of guilt can be harmful when they are persistent and overwhelming and and if that is happening for you it is important important to seek help and try to make some changes to find better balance, right? Mm -hmm. So talk to your doctor, talk to a friend, call a mental health professional. And if you are experiencing symptoms related to guilt or anxiety, depression, um, you want to reach out, right? This is no way to live. I mean, we joke about, I mean, and I'm sure you have friends that joke about like the Catholic guilt or the mom guilt or, Mm -hmm. right? And we all think like this is normal, work guilt, right? Right. I'm a a perfectionist, so I can't make a mistake. it, it is causing us problems and in our is. life, right? In mm-hmm. in again, if you can't enjoy taking a day off or feeling good about your accomplishments or, um, you know, just relaxing, it it is going to cause you physical detriment over time for sure. Because it is, you know, it's it's whittling away at your overall health, mind, mm-hmm. body, soul, spirit, right? Right. Okay. So as we wrap up, think about one thing you can do to let it go of the shoulds, mm-hmm. right? So can you just change should to could? Ooh. That's yeah, amazing. I like that. I like that one too. And mm-hmm. it's it sounds hard, but it's actually easier than you think, right? So mm-hmm. instead of should I go to work, it's could I go to work or could I take the day off? And that feels way different, <laughs> right? Yeah. Then should, right? Yeah. Could I eat this cake? Yes. Yes. Yeah, right? Yeah. It feels different than should I. Should I is very judgy. It is. But could is non-judgmental, right? Mm-hmm. Could is just a possibility, right? So if you take nothing, start there. Start with could instead of should and see what happens in your life. All right. Yes. We want to thank you so much for listening to us. Thanks, everyone. We really appreciate it. And we will talk to you next week. Take yes, care. Bye. Bye. Bye.